So it was a hostage situation in Dallas at a synagogue. Colleyville. Is that where it was? Or was that the man's name? I get it confused all the time. No, it was Colleyville, Texas. There it is. Tony Katz and 93 WIBC. Good morning. A 44-year-old British national taking four people hostage at this synagogue for 10 hours. Now that he has been identified as Malik Faisal Akram, there are actually two teenagers in the UK that have been detained for questioning. What was the purpose of the hostage situation? The releasing of Afia Siddiqui, a Pakistani neuroscientist. A neuroscientist who was convicted of trying to kill U.S. Army officers in Afghanistan. Engaged with cyanide. A history of anti-Zionist, meaning anti-Israel, commentary. Yet the FBI says that the hostage taker was specifically focused on an issue not directly connected to the Jewish community. No one believes that. No one even understands why the FBI would say such a thing. It's obvious and clear why a synagogue was targeted. When we go back to Atlanta, remember that guy who had gone to the massage parlors and was engaged in a horrific murder spree, and people screamed and yelled, this proves uh, that this was about going after Asians. There were multiple places in Atlanta that this person could have gone to and harmed a lot of people who were Asian. But we knew from the investigation that this is somebody who had sex on the mind 24-7 and thought these places were tempting him. In this situation, we know the woman in question. We know about her anti-Semitism. We have story after story, and he chose a synagogue. It really doesn't take much once you get the story together. Yet somehow the FBI and the president are still going down this road, and so did the, the, the White House press secretary. I think the real question here is, Exactly what should these places of worship be doing? How should they be handling these situations? How do you make yourself safer? And what is it like for a synagogue? What is it like for a rabbi? What is it like for for the diaspora, Jews in America? When you have a press that just won't be honest about, here's what happened. Rabbi Ben Sendro joins us right now, CST Rabbi on Twitter, and full disclosure, not only Indiana's rabbi, but my rabbi as well, Congregation Share Tefila in Carmel, Indiana. And I, I did, I texted you, I sent you a text yesterday and say, is this something you want to comment on? You, you want to talk about? You know something uh, about law enforcement having been a police uh, chaplain before? And before we get to the ideas of safety and security, First, your thoughts on what took place uh, over the weekend and some of the response you've seen, whether it be from uh, politicos or or the FBI or others, about not making claim there is no connection. Thank you for having me on, Tony. The claim that uh, this is not an obvious act of anti-Semitism is indefensible, and I, I cannot understand why the FBI or the President of the United States would take such a ridiculous and unsupportable position. 
Now that's uh, that is what's been been taken, and it seems it, it I shouldn't say seems it is very clear. Uh, but when when you see this happen, it is is that to you a larger problem than the guy who's like, well, we got to get this woman out of jail. Let me go hold some Jews hostage and see what happens here. I'm sorry, I'm not sure. Uh... I mean, it, um, are, are the problems equatable? Making the claim uh, that it's not anti-Semitism is a serious issue. Somebody going into a synagogue and taking people hostage is a serious issue. So uh, which one, as, as you see it, when you talk to your congregants, do you, do you deal with first, or are they just independent of themselves? Well, no, I think uh, what we deal with first is the possibility of a hostage situation. Uh, how the government reacts is not something we can control um, and, frankly, doesn't uh, affect us in terms of our safety in the future. But to uh, deny that this is because of anti-Semitism would be a horrific mistake on the part of, of any synagogue and um, – I think that what we have to do first is make sure our people are safe and understand that it can happen anywhere. It wasn't all that long ago you and I were discussing an anti-Semitic attack at our synagogue. Thank God it was only with spray paint. But there's no indication that would reassure me that these types of attacks are on the decline. They are not. They are on the increase. And as you and I have discussed in the past, I believe that we have to harden our target. Talking to Rabbi Ben Sendra of Congregation Shari Tefila in Carmel, Indiana's rabbi. Um, and full disclosure, my rabbi, I want to know your thoughts. What do you mean by hardening targets? How does that play out to you? We have to take steps that, um, frankly, we we prefer not to have to take. We want to be open. We want to be welcoming. We, you know, we want to have our doors wide open, and, and then anyone who's looking for a place to pray should be able to come in, and that's the ideal. That's the ideal. But we're not living in, we're not living in an ideal world. So I believe that uh, all sorts of steps need to be taken, and thank God our synagogue has already taken the vast majority of them in terms of upgrades in security systems. Uh, perhaps it's time to go back to having armed guards. Uh, maybe we should never have stopped that, but uh, we did for a while. Those are the kinds of things I'm talking about, Tony, things that institutions can do to make it more difficult for this sort of incident to take place. Uh, not that we want it to happen anywhere, but if someone is considering doing something and takes a look at Shari Tefila, I hope they would decide, let me find some place that might be a little bit easier. But but to, to further the, the, the point, you're not just referring to your synagogue, and you're not just referring to synagogues as I know it. You're referring to places of worship across a spectrum. 
I am. I am. We've we've had uh, these sorts of incidents happen in churches where there's been mass shootings. I think, you know, it's a sad commentary, but houses of worship have to be on the defensive. And again, we don't want that. We want to be warm and open and welcoming, and we will be after we make sure that we can keep our people safe. That's the top priority in my mind. Talking to Rabbi Ben Sendro of Congregation Sherry Tefillah uh, in Carmel, Indiana. Full disclosure, my synagogue. Um, uh, real quickly, before I let you go, on, on that, the, the, the whole messaging. There's the messaging that we saw from media, and then there's the conversation you're having right now. Um, that, that conversation of, of safety and security, it does, it does hit people right in their soul. The idea, you mean I have to have, you know, this kind of protection in my place of worship, just the conversation alone bothers people, just like a conversation from the FBI of not fully and clearly explaining what's going on bothers people, and I believe should. When you speak to parishioners or or, uh, congregants and, and, and you see this conversation happening in other places where they're like, how can this be a place of worship if, if, if we're hardening our, ourselves as a target, what is your response to them? My response is uh, I, I almost uh, I'm reluctant to invoke this, but my response is that the history of our people has taught us that we ignore anti-Semitism at our own peril. And sometimes that peril is at the peril of our lives. We cannot do that. I, I wish the world were different. The world is what it is. And to ignore that or uh, to say that for whatever reason, these are isolated and rare incidents that we do not have to prepare for, I think is short-sighted and foolhardy.